What's up, guys? Look, it's officially holiday season, and the holidays can be rough. Between gifts, special occasions, kids out of school, family drama, and cold temperatures, you need a good night's sleep to handle everything that the holidays can throw your way. I have been using Midnight Sleep Chocolate by 1906 to ensure a full night's rest, and it has worked wonders. It's made with a mild, excellent-tasting dark milk chocolate and contains single-strain indica and other plants that will help you get the rest you need. 1906 chocolates are fast acting and kick in in 20 minutes or less. No more guessing or scary edibles experiences. Yay! To learn more about other chocolates by 1906 for sleep, relaxation, and getting busy, visit 1906newhighs.com. They're yummy. Bye. Hey. Yes. What? What do you think about <laughs> online shopping? I think it's a savior. I love it too. You know why? I'm antisocial and I don't like to go out. You I don't, don't like have to, to walk. see people. I don't like to people. You don't have to I don't talk like to weather. humans. I don't like, sometimes things make me gag. Like uh, just bad marketing can like make me so upset. I need me to too. go home immediately. Me too. I'm not kidding. Like the whole mall experience, I am over that. Well, guess what? What? <laughs> if you want to buy a friend or a loved one or uh, a stoner gift, I would recommend going to dankgeek.com. Do you know why? Why? Because they have an amazing selection of bongs and now vaporizers. And then the other cool thing is they have partnered with a company called Sezzle. And you can make payments on your amazing gifts that you want to buy your loved ones hmm. for this holiday season. It's kind of cool. Well, that is very convenient. Yeah, it is. And they're our favorite people on the planet. We love Danky Dave. He sends his cool stuff all the time. They have a. I like selection. some people more. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I have kids and I'm married to you. I am talking about online retailers only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, if you want to go, if you have something in mind and you want to buy your friend or loved one who is a stoner, an amazing gift, head over to dankgeek.com and They're check the out their selection. They are the best. We love them. We love them. Check it out. Dankgeek.com. Bye. Listeners, you're listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm the stoner mom from the stonermom.com. And I'm the stoner mom from the stonermom.com. And I am joined by my awesome co-host and husband, Blavid. Forever. Bland Bleaton. That's no. Um, <laughs> no. You really glared at me. But we're Van Eaton creative. Yeah, we are, but we're not Bland Eaton Bleated. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Okay, whatever. I feel like you really want to do a whisper. I don't. Recording. Baby, I don't. Oh, okay, okay. I just, it's just funny to me because I've gotten more than one comment about that. And not in a gross way either. You do have a lovely voice. Okay, well, yes. Hey, welcome. Well, hi. These uh, chairs are the worst. Why are they the worst? There's, they just don't have any cushion for my cushion, for mm -hmm. my tushion. No cushion for my tush? I don't... 
What rhymes with cushion? Nothing. I thought that was a saying. I guess not. Only remember, hey, okay, <laughs> David. We're not, not going to talk about David. That. Yeah, yes. <laughs> remember when I sleep yelled at you? <laughs> yeah, you did sleep yell at me, which was hilarious for both of us because you we were both asleep. <laughs> And then you said, did I just sleep yell at you? And I was like, yeah. And you were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you sleep yell at me? That? that was funny. I was like so feeling my, I was so physically uncomfortable because I felt really crowded. And it was manifesting itself into my dream where in my dream I was yelling at you. Mm-hmm. about how crowded I was and could you please move over? And I moved over. <laughs> but then I continued yelling at you and then I woke up and realized that I was still saying all of those things except now I was awake. You were sleep yelling. And I said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm sleep yelling at you. Go back to sleep. Which I thought was sweet because you were like, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sleep yelling at you. And I was like, huh, what? I didn't know that was a thing. It was funny. But I totally did it. It was very funny. <laughs> You know, you're already irritated at something in your dream, and then someone comes over and taps you on the shoulder. Man, something. I gotta say, like, I have not had, like, I have legendary status for sleeping. Like, I could fall asleep on a rock if I needed to. But for the past, like, several, like, about a month, I have not slept well at all. And now my sleep, now I'm like, my sleep rhythms are all completely jacked up. I feel like I gotta start using, like, that sleep app again. You know what I mean? On your phone where you just kind of put it wherever and it listens to you breathe or something. Yeah, you have a very, I think forever, you were so robotical because you had a time that you had to get up. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think that's right. Yeah, and your lifestyle is so different now and you don't know when you're supposed to be getting up. And if you're not sleeping well anyway, then every time you wake up, you're like, well, no, I'm not going to get up. I'm going to try to get more sleep. Well, maybe I should decide to get up at a certain time every single day. and that'll Like cure. how you used to. And then, you know, you'll start waking up because how you normally are is you wake up like 15 minutes before you're supposed to wake up right. every single day for as long as I've known you. There was a time in my but life when I wouldn't even know you. You've had to get up at a yeah. certain time until well, recently. Maybe tonight. I need to t- tell my brain that, hey, you need to get up at 6 a.m. or something. And make your wife some coffee or else she'll get upset. She'll fucking freak out and She's the boss. You. She'll like sleep yell at you. <laughs> and then apologize immediately. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> sleep apologize. We are parents to four. Oh. And um, legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado, which we love. We love it. We love it. It is a lovely state. What are you smoking on? I'm smoking on... Pineapple skunk. Do you like it? I do. Between that and glass slipper, which one do you like the most? Or is there a most? Is it just kind of like they do different things? You know, I haven't allowed myself to analyze pineapple skunk because I did pineapple express on my website, so I feel like I don't need to do pineapple skunk. Okay. And I'm like... If I don't have to do it, like, for work, then I'm not going to remember it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's what work has become for me. Mm. Cannabis has become for me. Kind of like my brain can only hold so much information. Got it. Um, And so I have to be intentional with the information that I store. Okay? I guess so. Unless I start, like, a memory fucking palace or some shit, which is... Memory what? A memory palace. What's that? Like, 
the Hannibal Lecter? Yes, honey. <laughs> honey, that's a real thing. I believe you. Baby, it's such a real thing. Um, there are podcasts that uh, you can listen to. I actually think that Stuff You Should Know had a brief episode about just that one concept of um, filling like the drawer with these things. And it's just so easy to do. And you do it along with them. Um, and it's really interesting. It's very helpful. This is how people like um, like actors and stuff have to like learn their scripts and shit. They have to like be coached by like real like memory wow. people. Sounds cool. Anyway, one of them is this supreme Asian dork, which I can say because I'm Asian and this is an episode about dorkiness. Yeah, it is. Is that what we're talking about today? And he has a whole dorkiness? podcast about fucking memory tricks. Are we talking about dorkiness today? Yes, today we're talking about how we're dorks, and but we we're gonna dorks. but we're gonna get stoned and do it. So. Are we a dork couple? Yeah, we are. We like all kinds of dorky things, like Game of Thrones and other things. Lots of people like Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, Game of Thrones. Is I know, a very but not popular show. Not to the degree the we Kardashians like watch Game of Thrones. I know, Thrones. but do the Kardashians have the world book of Game probably of Thrones? they're gazillionaires? Well, Why yeah. would they not have anything? You know what I have that they probably don't have because they're bitches. What's that? Game of Thrones versus history. Where'd you get that? This is a book that was sent to me today from Katie. Oh my gosh! Katie you got that. a cup, a glass. I did Somewhere. for your bourbon. It's right here. It says, I drink and I know things. And I got this book. That's awesome. And I'm looking through it, and I'm liking it a lot. I'm also liking that they're putting the footnotes at the end of each chapter instead of at the end of the goddamn book. That's what you want. Do you know what I'm saying? I I never see that. Okay, anyway. Hey, Patreon. Patreon. It's the Slayer's Den. And I... So, listen. I'm listening. David has a new policy now. New. When people sign up to be a patron on Patreon.com. Yeah. Slash Madaz. M-A-D-A-S. Yeah. Motherfucker. Mm -hmm. That's not on it. That's not on the Um, They have to... they, they, They need to what? Tell you. They need to let me know. What their name will be, if they should even have a name, if they want a name, and if they're comfortable with their name being uh, shouted out. Yeah. Shout, shout, shout it out. Even if it's a fake made up name. No matter what. So. No matter what. I like this new policy. So if you've been like, I don't want to be a patron of you guys ever because you just talk endlessly about your slayers. Yeah. (laughs) Which we love. (laughs) Whom we love, and you don't want to be publicly loved, you can still sign up and be a patron and just say, hey, can you please not publicly love me? Because that's the first question you're going to be asked. We'll be like, we automatically love you even more now. You sign up to be a patron of Mom and Dad are Stone on Patreon. That is the intro. The first thing you're going to get is like from me, like, boom, do you want us to say your name or not? You better tell me these things. Here's some questions. Okay. I'm going to shout out... Shout it out. Who's in the Slayer's Den tonight? Do it. Um, we're always joined by uh, our alpha Slayer, Jody. Yeah, she's T- the alpha. Texas Mama Meg is up in here. She's awesome. 
also another Megan and Beth Ann, the classic, Catherine and the other Catherine, mm-hmm. who are not this Catherine who's now speaking. No. Katie, Good who's eye. never told us if she's a Catherine. <clears throat> Good eye. She, she probably is. I don't, I don't know. know. She could be she's, a Katie. We don't know. Um, The Hi Mom podcast. Go check it check out. Check her out. I think her last episode was podcast to listen to stoned. That sounds cool. <laughs> For me, that's every podcast because yeah. I'm always stoned. You mean everything? Um, The magnificent Chad and Terry duo. Love you. Love you. Amy. And your soaps. Amy, what's up? And Jacqueline. That's a good name. Here they all are in imaginary form oh. in our Slayer's Den. We're and they're here with all us. All of you. You're wearing matching ritualistic outfits. Spirit, spirit wives. It like looks like Ed eyes Kemper. wide shut is what it looks like. <laughs> you know what? I never saw that movie. Oh, dang. Whoo. Do you want to spend a good three hours being confused? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to see Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman in anything other than Far and Away. Oh, my God. That is the best movie. Which one? Far and Away. I know. We watched it together. God, he is so young in that. He hasn't gone nuts yet. No. He is a, a Irish boxer in it. Girls... Watch young Tom Cruise with a fucking hard-ass Irish accent and a hard body boxing all sorts of um, Does he leave his body? Yes, and he leaves his body. (laughs) And then it's like, wait a minute. I can't leave my lady. I just fucking broke the heavens and the earth to get her back finally. And then he comes back into his body. It's a good movie. At the very end, that's the very. It's very a end good of movie. movie. Just completely. Check that is out. the official definition of a spoiler. Check it out of, <laughs> of this nineties of a spoiler. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's like the last scene. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, like, sorry, we spoiled far and away for you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. In a way, you know, Katie probably likes far. She's young, but she should watch it. She should totally. Is that fucking Nicole Kidman from Australia? Yeah, she's from Australia. Or is she like a Kiwi or something? No, she's from Australia. Okay. Australia's cool. Okay. So... What are, what are we talking about today? You're going to talk about Star Wars. Well, I know. We're going to talk about how we're <laughs> dorks. We're going to talk you... about our dork origins. Well, David, I think before you do that, you should probably do a bong hit. Is there, is there anything in here? No, but there's in, some in here. No, I'll just make it in here. Do, you, is... not, do you think I spiked this one or something? Spiked? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why are you avoiding ah, Do you spike? You look hilarious. Hey, did you spike that holding one? Holding that teeny tiny bong. I like this little bong. Let's... Cute little mermaid. How you like that? How you like me now? Well, I drink a bunch of water. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> How you like me now? Okay. All right. Would you like to tell regale all of us okay. with your? Okay. First of all, I know a lot of you out there are like. Wow, there's no way that you two are dorks. You guys are so cool. There's we just don't even think of you that way. Um, but that's just not true. I don't think anybody's having that. <laughs> I but. know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we're complete dorks. In fact, I'm buying my wife the Dungeons and Dragons You're Monster not. Guide for Christmas. Yes, I am. And um, are we going to start playing? Do- How many? 
We might. Don't you need multiple people? No, you can do it with two people. Oh God! What if we become like confused about? It's more fun with more people. (laughs) Well, already I feel like we're in that boat. But anyway, um, okay. So yeah, um, we are dorks and we have dork origins, and we're going to talk about them right now. And you know, like when I met dork origins, when I met my beautiful wife, you know, it's every. What man's dream? Oh, that she's my a God. complete dork too. Oh, but okay. um, <laughs> and you know, my beautiful Wahini princess is also a dork, which made me so happy. So I can talk to her about things that are dorky, and she accepts me. And one of the biggest things, which um, has been a constant throughout my life ever since I was seven years old, when. The movie of all movies that has changed to the course of history forever came out, and I'm talking Star Wars, A New Hope. So I was seven. What? A new what? It's called A New Hope. What is? The first Star Wars movie. It's episode four. Okay. A New Hope. All right. So when I was a child, my mom took me to see it opening night at some fancy movie theater. Fancy? Yeah. And, um... We watched it, and I was my mind was blown away in half. And then I instantly started like collecting all the Star Wars action figures, which are in our basement right now, y- y- in my son's room, in what? a drawer. There are also some in the garage that are, that are huge. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, like I those are legit. I'm not. From that I'm not time, brag. Dude. I'm not trying to brag, but I literally have everything from. Don't the break 70s. into here because yeah. none of it's in good condition. No, it's all have... actually in great condition. So except my... it lists spiders. <laughs> That's okay. Spiders are cool. They eat other bugs. So anyway, yeah, I love Star Wars, and ever since that experience when I was seven and I saw the first movie, I have seen every single Star Wars movie on opening day. I saw Empire Strikes Back on opening day, Return of the Jedi on opening day. Unfortunately, I saw those horrible prequel movies, every one of those on the opening day. I saw the last Star Wars movie on the opening day. I saw Rogue One on opening day. I've seen them all on opening day. <laughs> I have never dressed up like a Star Wars person in my Except life. Except for on Halloween when uh, you were a oh, woman. Well, the only reason, okay, I did dress up like Princess Leia. <laughs> But the only reason he does because my son, who was like three at the time, wanted to dress up as like a stormtrooper. And I was like, what do I have around the house that looks like Star Wars stuff? And I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I have uh, some things I could make a Princess Leia outfit. Um, and I did that. But um, yeah, I mean, so I love Star Wars. And the thing that sucks about that is... Like, unfortunately, that kind of follows you around. And I remember one of my jobs that I had, everybody would make fun of me or, like, be like, oh, yeah, you know all about Star Wars. And I don't know how people figure it out. I get this, yes. And I hated that. Yes. Because I'm not that guy. I'm not going to dress up like Luke Skywalker. I'm not going to have a brandish a lightsaber and go to a convention. I've never been to one of those conventions. But I love Star Wars, okay? But guess what? I like all things science fiction. When I was a child... I watched all those old, like, 50s sci-fi movies. But here's the other thing. What's that? Our thinking needs to be, you know what? I'm fucking 47 years old. Yeah. If I wanted to go to a fucking convention, I could fucking do that. Yeah, I'm a grown adult. And that's adult. fucking fine. It's fine. So who gives a shit? I mean, it doesn't. What you do. It doesn't. I don't. Yeah, exactly. But I'm more saying that for the fact that, like, people I don't like being misrepresented. Right. You know what I mean? Like. There are people who are very much into that, and I'm not that guy. I mean, like, I like it to a certain degree, but I hate it when people automatically, like, take it, oh, you're a maniac. 
You yeah. must go to the conventions. Yeah. And... Did you go to the convention? And I'm like, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know what you're talking about right now. But I do love Star Wars, and I can name pretty much every single character in any one of those movies at any given time. Okay. Okay, so anyway, that's my This thing. next Star Wars. Wait, no, you have to talk a lot more about Star Wars. Okay, I love Star Wars. What do you want to know? Well, you know what my favorite Star Wars movie is? I love Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. That's probably the best one. Which one is that? Are That's there... the second one. But you know, they're is out he of... inside of an animal at one point. Yeah. Well, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker are. Ew. What do you mean inside? Like inside to of a ke- dead to, to keep, keep warm. warm. Yeah. So, you know, yes. And to answer your question, yes. And that's because Han Solo went out to find Luke Skywalker in a giant snowstorm on an ice planet. And they were like, you know, he's riding this thing like a horse. It's called a tauntaun. And he goes, oh, he goes, your tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker. And, and Han Solo goes, well, then I'll see you in hell. He said that. And then you wrote out there. Is this appropriate for a seven-year-old? No, but I wasn't did, seven then because this is the second Star Wars. Okay, movie. I have a question though. Yes, off okay. topic. I'm sorry. Okay, did Miles see the first one when he was seven? Mm, I tried, but he didn't. Care. He was like, I can't. Yeah, Miles this doesn't is care. too long. Yeah, the new kids have a different view of Star Wars, which I understand now, and I think it's cool. Hmm. But they don't want to watch some dumb seventies movie. That's like me making you watch Planet of the Apes. Man, yeah. okay. First of all, fuck you because <laughs> when you started this conversation, I legit in my head thought to myself, I need to tell him without interrupting him at any point that I really want to watch Planet of the Apes. Do you want to watch Planet of the Apes for real? Of course. What I don't want to watch is the one where modern people are apes, like Helena Bonham Carter. I don't Uh, want to watch any of those. Well, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. What? Just so you know. It's really excellent. No, 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 no. It's not. (laughs) However... There was the original Planet of the Apes movies, which are awesome. They came out in the, like, whenever, the 60s and 70s. I don't know. Then decades passed. And then in the early 2000s, there was a Planet of the Apes movie with Marky Mark and Helen and Bonacar. That's the one I don't want to see. I don't want to see that either. And then they re-remade them recently. Mm. And then you got... (coughs) And are those good? Those are actually good because they're done like... You know how there's that trend in movies where they make everything real? Like, Mm -hmm. this is how it would happen. That's what it was. So it's like an ape, like and a mockumentary. No, this is like, you know, they create this disease in the modern in the mo- in the ape. Okay, in the modern one. Now we're talking about Planet of the Apes, which is awesome. I love Planet of the Apes. Star Wars is awesome too. But let's talk about Planet of the Apes. In the modern remake of Planet of the Apes, there's a virus. Okay, they're trying to make like find something that will make us have like better cognitive. Abilities to learn shit quicker and stuff. And, of course, they're testing it on monkeys, right? I think we should have Christmas lights on our house. Okay, I can put those up. That's no problem. No, I mean, like, have hire some motherfuckers to come and do it. Oh, my God. Because our the whole... Okay, listen, hear me out. Our house backs up onto the corner of the intersection. It's like the... Look, these are the houses in this subdivision. And that's our house. And sometimes the fucking stoner mom is standing out there with no bra on smoking weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And wouldn't it be nice if instead of that, it was like 
holiday Lit lights up, that maybe? were at least just classy. They don't have to be like maybe. over the top or anything. But like, look how high it is I know. up there. You can't hang those. Fuck that. You're I, not hanging those. I have a history of falling off ladders. <laughs> He's too big to go on ladders. I'm, I don't like it. It gives me panic attacks. And now it's your turn. I, okay. Well, my dad bought me the Star Wars VHSs for one, for Christmas one year. Yeah. It was one of my presents. And it was because I think that they played Star Wars on TV at some point. And like, I was like, whoa, what's this? Or whatever. And <laughs> interested. Was it on Thanksgiving? I really don't know. I don't know. Or I guess it could have been a rental or something, but it doesn't seem like something my dad would rent, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, he got me the three because it came in a box set of three. He probably got it from Sam's Club or Costco or something like that. Do you remember what it looked like? It didn't have any razzmatazz going on. It was just like a box set. Like like it was a solid color? It wasn't like Luke Skywalker holding up his lightsaber? No. Okay. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Nobody was interested in the point where we had to get like special anything. I understand. No, I just didn't. I'm trying to think like how far back this was. I think my dad Because we got yeah, both of those. <laughs> I don't know what you... Oh, my God. I just remember I got really interested in it for a minute. And I... Remember my dad at one point saying something really like, well, you know, it's not that cool or whatever. And my dad was really all about teaching me how to be cool, which is to really not ever show that you give a shit about anything. Okay. Right. Including your dork things that you might like. Right. I'm just a little oversensitive. Okay. I don't think my dad understood the scope of my sensitivity. And that was like, oh, well, fuck this shit. I'm never, I don't give a shit about this. So he like, sh- like <laughs> Star Wars is dumb. For you. I was just like, okay, Star Wars is dumb. It's for dumb people. Can I, can I tell you a quick but story? But I was into it. Can I tell you a quick story about your dad really quick? Okay. <laughs> when your father was here for Thanksgiving, he told me, and this is a very short story. He told me a story about when he was in, in the Navy on his battleship, some guy that he was like, you know. Oh, yes. Uh, a Navy friend with one night they went to this other Navy guy's uh, bunk where he stored all his stuff and the guy wasn't there and he got all the the other guy not your dad pulled all his shit out and it was all this Dungeons and Dragons stuff and he threw it overboard and your dad was like hey why did you do that (laughs) like see he was upset that he had like gone to because he it was like in the they were picking on this other dude in the Navy that's hardcore I know, but your dad was upset that he threw all his Dungeons and Dragons stuff over the edge of the ship into the ocean. That's not nice. No. That's like taking someone's pictures of their wives and children. Yeah. Excuse me, wife and children. Not wives. (laughs) We don't know. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought I'd tell you that because. I was there. I heard the story. Oh, okay. (laughs) But like you were saying, your dad saying what's cool and what's not cool. Well, in that instance, he was standing up. For the guy who well, yeah. Look, you're not going to be a dork, but you're never going to be like overtly cruel to anybody. Not cool. Not cool. He needed that Dungeons and Dragons stuff. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) He did. No shit. (coughs) Do you? It's not. It's miserable being on a ship. It's miserable. It's fucking miserable. I would think it would be miserable. You're just fucking living with men in close quarters, and it's gross, and you want to die. So there. 
Okay. Well, there you go. My dad's like a lifelong germaphobe. I know. I'm convinced it's because of the Navy. Probably. <laughs> I, w- I would think so. There's like festering, gross nonsense everywhere you go. So anyway, your dad, like, you feel like because of that, you had a, you were interested in stars for a split second, and then it just went away because of your father's comments. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say, look, I, I did like it for a very brief time, probably at a similar age. Okay. Um, and then kind of forgot about it. And then when those remakes came out. Yeah. Not remakes, continuations, beginnings. Whatever. I don't fucking know. With were, Jar Jar. They were terrible. Like, I didn't see any of those. So I have never seen any of those. And I have never seen any of the new ones. Which the new ones are good. Both my brother and my husband tell me are great. Because the hero- And isn't my boyfriend in one in them? Who's your boyfriend? Donald Glover. Is he no, not in them? He's though? not in Star Wars at all. And he's not that's, your boyfriend. First of all, that's too bad. I thought that was something that was... No, he is gonna be in the Han Solo movie. <gasps> he plays young Lando Calrissian. Okay. Is that in the same that is all connected? <laughs> yeah. The, well, this is before uh, technically it would be before any of any of the movies that have come out to date. Because it's about a younger version of a character. That exists in the Star Wars universe. Okay. So it would be technically the first Star Wars movie when it comes out. And, and that's the one that you're, uh, you're, uh, you've are you're decided that I'm going to see. You have to see that one? Well, I said you're going to see the next one that comes out in like on the 15th, which is oh. the next Star Wars movie. Well, what's that one? That's called The Last Jedi. Wait, so I'm going to have to watch two? Yeah, but not like years apart. <sighs> not that many years. <laughs> I'm no fool. Well, anyway, yeah, about a year. <laughs> there are articles that I maybe pass. it's actually one year exactly. Oh God, it's like Game of Thrones. They're like, it is going to get you. Hooked. It's going to be good though. It's going to be good. You know, Lando was the original owner of the Millennium Falcon. You know, I like Donald Glover. I know, me too. I can't wait till Lion King comes out. Oh, I want to see that too. I'm going to watch the shit out of that. I want to see that shit too. I can't wait till Atlanta comes out. Oh, my God. I can't wait either. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, back to dorkness. So, wait. We've talked enough about stars. What about you? What are your dork things? Let me pull up my notes. All right. I have some dork notes. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say one last thing about my Star Wars thing? Yes. I just want to say this. And this is the the truth. The Star Wars (laughs) movies to me. Yes. Are less important than the toys. Because the only reason, as a seven-year-old boy, that I like Star Wars was because we were bombarded for the first time in our young lives with marketing and toys to children like that. Like, where it was like, buy all this shit, you know? I mean, like, it was hardcore. And my mom bought all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, like, I remember the movie was cool. To be honest with you, I don't even remember seeing the first one in the movie theater. I know I did, but it didn't like rock my world or blow my mind. I thought, but the toys did. But the toys is are the thing that wow. shaped me. It had nothing to do with the movie. I mean, Close Encounters of the Third Kind was way cooler than Star Wars, as far as I'm concerned. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was even better. These are are these movies appropriate for children? No, but when the seventies, <laughs> when your mom wanted to go see a fucking movie. <laughs> And she didn't have a babysitter. You're going to go see Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which That's was awesome. awesome. It was awesome. I saw Jaws when I was like 
whenever that came out. I lived. I was a child when my parents would rent movies, and then you would be banned to the upstairs, and they would be watching Silence in the Lambs or some <clears> shit. Yeah, that you weren't allowed to see. Oh my god! And you'd yeah. be just trying to come downstairs and get some food. Yeah, and, and they're you're like, and it's like you're the. Asshole. I'm just getting <laughs> some whatever. It's a hot pocket. <laughs> That's how we were on Thanksgiving, and I was like, okay, we've all officially become. Our parents. I know, because we were downstairs and the girls were upstairs. It was terrible. It was like, and fun. don't come down here. We're doing. We're point. watching Viking Mindhunters. Or, oh. No, it was the Zodiac. Okay, so what is your dork thing that you liked? I'm going to expand what we've been talking about as far as dorkiness. Okay. And I would like to say that I had glasses in the first grade. Yeah, and did. they were not the thin kind. No. Okay. And <laughs> this was in the 80s. Okay. Okay. And I have supremely bad vision it's one of my special personality quirks it's my superpower i am extra blind more blind than the average person to put it in perspective i have been asked to participate in studies for my blind ass eyes and i've been like no thanks like studies involving like surgery oh my gosh no um and I've had a doctor tell me that I was like one in, he said something random. He was like, you're like one in 30,000 patients. And I'm like, you don't see 30,000 patients. Yeah. <laughs> do you? you ta- I don't know. Maybe you do. I mean, do you see like seven? Maybe eye doctors see a whole, there? I don't know. Well, because you go once a year. I don't know. I don't know. It seems a lot. <laughs> it seems like you'd have to have a lot of appointments in one day. You'd have to have like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Sorry, doctor, whatever. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, me too. I guess I've so did associated myself with a dork type person for my whole childhood, my whole entire life. And a lot of it has been Hola. having a very introverted um, personality and glasses. So basically Daria. Do you know what I mean? Pint-sized. And then all the way through my life. And as I grew into wearing contacts, kind of being into girl things and being accepting of girl things, which for a long time I wasn't that way. Like in my youth, but all through my adult life, I've always been girly. Because I've been like, I don't know what my problem was, but... I feel like I didn't, maybe in my household, I wasn't, it wasn't encouraged to be super girly. Probably you know not. what I mean? Yeah, probably not. Um, yeah, I could see that. Like, hey, let's do sports and activities. And I was in a bunch of sports. Yep. And terrible and dorky at them because yep. I had fucking huge honking glasses hanging off my face and um, braces and, <laughs> oh, and I can't play jack shit. Yeah. Like, for real, like, I loathe it. And I am the personality type where it gives me supreme anxiety to be in any position where people are looking at me in real time. Do you know what I mean? So playing in a game is a nightmare scenario for me. Fuck that. Like, and I played piano as a kid. And so I had to play piano, Asian girl with glasses, at things for family for the school play that thing kathy um and for church and that makes you a fucking dork okay (laughs) so you're a dork 
But what was your dork thing that you liked? <laughs> okay, hold on, you hold have on. Today, now. I'm just talking about dork things in a different perspective oh, of being okay. connected with like a Not movie. A thing. Yeah. I'm but, just talking about being an actual like okay. dork. All right. And a lot of it has to do with being what sort of an intellectual, right? Yeah. But here's this thing that I wanted to talk about because okay. this is a classic sign of dorkness. Okay. And this is something that you and I both exhibit. Okay. To a T. And it is um when I am interested in something, no matter what it is, if it's okay. a story or a concept or an idea or a music or a show or fucking anything, no matter what it is, and I really am interested in it, I will learn everything I possibly can about it. Yes. And I will obsess about it almost. And, um, until you're over it. Until I'm completely 1,000% over it. And then it's like it wasn't even in my, in my brain anymore yeah. all of a sudden. It's like it's gone, and that space is now open for whatever the new obsession is. Yes. And I've been like that forever, and David's been like that since I met him. Oh, I've always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it does that is that a dorky thing? I think that's definitely a dork thing because dorks are like, look, we know everything about our thing. And if you know, the more things that are your thing, the dorkier your ass is. I guess you're right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's just all the dumb random information that you can hold in your brain that other people can't. And so then you like have something on like haha ha, ha, well i remember when fucking louis the fucking 14th said this and you're dumb yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like no one else gives two shits people don't care <laughs> but i don't know but i know what you mean i mean um, like it's all that like stupid minutia nonsense that no one gives a shit about that's what makes you a dork like so from yes right? like i know this i know Oh, well, did you know the actor of that person? Is awesome. For music, I feel like it's less. So look, it doesn't always have to mean that you're an asshole about it. Right. But like, like musically, like I will have to hear an entire, I think of everything in terms of albums and I have to hear the whole album. Yeah. Not just one song. No, I can't. You like, can't save just one song. I can't song. live life on singles, man. No. Some um, people can. Even if, you know, I can get close if it's like on an epic playlist. You know what I mean? And that, there, it's an album that I made. I right. created that shit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But um, I'm the same yeah. way. Yeah, so I, I tend to think in larger collections, and then um, really obsess over that one specific thing. And so I will listen to the same album for like three months. You know, until you just can't. Do until it it's like okay, that season is I done. Guess you're right. You can't. It's a new season now. You need to listen to something else. So, um. And it's kind of like a book. Like, I can go back to albums and do that, you know? Um, yeah. It's just like books. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Okay. So I will say, I think that's how I've amassed my general knowledge of dumb shit. Has been general obsession, obsessive research type behavior. In one spare time, which is what um, happens in adulthood. You know what I mean? You're not devoting a whole bunch of time to it. <clears throat> right. But anyway, there you go. I like that. I love you. I love you too. Am I a dork about cannabis? Yeah. Well. No. I just smoke it. You like it. But you do photograph it and learn about it. No. Not Some like people it. really know about it. It's true. I mean. But I'm not that person. Yeah. I feel pressure to be that person sometimes. I can see that. 
but I don't, I have to hold space in my brain for. Maybe that's why you don't obsess with Vampire science fiction. Yeah, you love vampire science fiction. I do. I know you do. You love Twilight? <laughs> Excuse me. First of all, that is not science fiction. Okay. That it is, is it? No. That is like, like, what do they call not adults? Young adults. Young adults. That's a d- young adult fucking fiction. Okay. It is not. People are throwing up that are into science fiction. So are the young adult people too. All I'm saying is you like vampires because you made me watch Twilight. You know what other genre it is? It's fucking like. No, it's not. I was going to say it's like fucking fan fiction, but it's not. But it kind of is in the sense of like it's not written by an author. It was written by. You know what I mean? All I know is. The sunlight makes them shimmer like diamonds. All oh, right, it we're not talking about Twilight. It doesn't no. burn their bodies like a real vampire. It, well, it's not comfortable when their bodies are glittering. <laughs> I like Sorry that there. they're outrageously attractive. I like that the author, Stephanie Meyer, I'll just say it right there, okay? <laughs> I like that um, mm-hmm. she spent meticulous time explaining in detail just how beautiful these people were. And I read all the Twilight books when I was breastfeeding, like, a fucking one-and-a-half-year-old Victoria all the time still. All the time. And wanting to not be breastfeeding her all the time. And so I have a very soft spot in my heart for the Twilight books. Because you feel like a whale. You know what I mean? Your whole body has changed. You're not in high school wanting to get banged by a hot vampire. That's for damn sure. You're laying on a mattress on the floor with your kid because you're obsessed with Montessori everything and co-sleeping and everything. And and your breasts are huge. So there. So why not? Why not read some Twilight? Yeah. So and fuck all of you. Fuck There's all not... of you that are critical about it. Listen. <laughs> wow. First of all, I was just like, you had said, I this conversation <laughs> with you like vampires. And that's a... <laughs> That's a because section. I'm reading a hard science fiction novel. Yeah, right but now. you like listen, listen. So like you like your hard science fiction novel, autism vampires. You like Twilight vampires, and I would argue that the Game of Thrones White Walkers are in a way vampires. Kinda. I don't think I like vampires though. You know who likes vampires is my brother. Oh yeah, he loves vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Any fucking Any show. Any kind of vampires, he loves them. But he just he likes science fiction stuff, or he likes whatever. He likes fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, and I can appreciate that. I think um, he likes YA fantasy, young adult fantasy. Maybe he likes um, the CW a lot. Yeah, that's like a total thing. This is like a complete genre that. Pe- so that's a whole thing. How the young adult genre? Yeah, Twilight was one of those dumbass books and series, like that really helped make it like. Um, more like respectable, yeah, I, I guess. guess. Yeah, I guess and like outside of its age. But it's interesting because it has constructs. So she could not talk about fucking or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's like frowned upon or whatever. Can't talk about that. But it totally opens up like this uh, dystopian, all of those YA stories that are now like huge movies and shit. Right, those are right. all young adult like fucking Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah. Those are all ri- written for people that are not us, right. like young people. And yeah, it's those true. stories were bomb. And so there's a whole birth of that around that but time. Did, we had all that stuff when we were kids too, right? 
No, I feel like we had things that we stole from our parents. Yeah. I guess you're right. You know? But you probably had more. Like all of that fiction, <clears throat> easy fiction, crime fiction, yeah. fucking V.C. Andrews incest fiction, all of that type of fiction <laughs> was made for adults, but yeah. it, it's none of it is difficult literature or right, anything. Right. So you can be 10 years old and read it just fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But you shouldn't be reading it. No. Well, there but you go. There's some dork did. talk. Is there any other dork things you want to talk about? You love Dune. You always oh, have. Oh, I love Dune. It's like one of my favorites. For real. For real. Like but I got to tell you, like, the book, I mean, I like the books better than the movie, but I... The, well, that's the whole the point. David, the book. But the David Lynch movie, Dune, yeah. a lot of people, like 90% of the people disagree with me. I think that that was, I think he nailed it, man. I think he got it. And he understands that, like, the main character, Paul Muad'Dib or Paul Atreides, is like a a messiah. And he, he did it, man. And I think he did a good job. And a lot of people hate that movie. When I think of Dune, I think of that. I think of it in that style. Well, can I say, mm-hmm. Dune, that movie, mm-hmm. was one of the movies that would my dad would be watching often in the time where I'd have to, like... Go upstairs. Skitter out. But, <laughs> like, I feel like it was on all the time on TV, just regular TV. But, yeah, like, a lot. Probably. And so right? I I saw so many parts of it. I wonder it's what one it of those movies that I've seen so cable. many bits of and right. never actually watched. Yeah. But my dad would let me watch Dune with him. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing I like about him is, like, the characters that you don't expect, like I've seen there, there was another adaptation of Dune that the dude's son had a part in. It was on sci-fi or something yeah. like that. Oh, and I was not into it because they all look like they were from the 19th century or something like that. They said so they went that route, like even with the way they dressed. Well, the son wrote the rest of the books. He right? did. He did. Yeah. Which is great. And who's to say he's wrong. But I mean, like, I just feel like in the David Lynch movie, even the secondary characters that you read about in the books, he put them in there. And like, if you go back after you read the book and watch the movie, you're like, oh, my God, he put Gurney Howard and Duncan Idaho in there, you know, and he didn't have to do that shit. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, those books are amazing. And the fact the thing that I liked about them when I was young and I read them was they spend tens of thousands of years like. The time between the third book and the fourth book is 5,000 years because the guy Paul's son becomes God Emperor of Dune and he lives for five fucking thousand years because he merges with a worm, with sand worm. That's gross. I know. <laughs> it is really gross. But that's what the, the the book about him is about is like he's losing his mind because he's not like, an, you know, yeah. a, a human anymore. What does he look like? Uh, we don't know. He has. A, he looks like a worm, except for he's got like a human head or something. Oh my god, that's the dumbest and dorkiest. I don't know. You know, you gotta suspend some disbelief. But then here's the other thing: the between those books and the last two books, there's like thousands of years that pass. Yeah. Okay, you've said that now. I just think it's cool because it's all about like genetics and ancestry and manipulation of bloodlines and things like that. I like that. Sorry. Are we done with? We're done. Unless you have some more things you want to say. Do you want to talk about dork things from your perspective? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
What's going on in Dave's Grow? Okay. Okay. There. Hi, Dave. Hi. Are you going to do that every time? (laughs) No. I hope so. Um, So here's what's going on. I did something crazy yesterday and today. Um, So I have two tents going. I pulled out in one of my tents, my black dog LED tent, and I defoliated it. So I cut off a shit ton of leaves. Never done that before. So I cut off a bunch of leaves off my plants, four of them, gave them a good watering and stuck them back under the light. <laughs> okay. And here's the thing. I've seen this. I've seen other people do it. I've never done it myself. In literally like four or five days, all those leaves are going to come right back. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Defoliating. Do that shit. So then I did it in my tent, my my secret tent. What's I, the point? It does what? Okay, so if you do it wrong, like if your plant's not doing so well and you cut off all its leaves, it's not going to grow back like a mega strong plant. It's going to be like, oh, I don't have enough energy to grow leaves because I'm sick. But the idea is like if you have a healthy plants and you're doing everything right and you cut off all those leaves, it forces the plant to grow new leaves and it brings more energy up into the plant, which technically is supposed to make it like focus all this energy on those bud spots. So you're supposed to get like big giant colas. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. So here's, I mean, like I'm not a botanist by any stretch. Are you sure? I'm positive. I mean, like I wish I knew more about it, but I just got to tell you from my observations. Yeah. It's like when you hear people say, hey, cut all the bottom leaves off of a plant. Like they're worthless. You want the plant to like focus on making giant colas on the top and you don't want to have a lot on the bottom. You know what I mean? You've probably seen pictures of weed on Instagram with people's plants like that. So my my theory is with defoliating, you cut like you do this at a certain time. Right when you flip your plant over to flower, you're supposed to defoliate the fuck out of it and then flip the lights over to flower. OK, so what happens is the plant starts going, oh, my gosh, the end of the season's coming. I better bloom. And hey, I have a lot less leaves to worry about. So I'm going to focus a lot of my energy on those bud sites where I'm going to make giant colas. And along the way, you're sprouting new leaves to like get that photosynthesis going. So that's my theory. Okay. Okay. Put that shit under a scrog too. And it'll go (laughs) ape shit nuts. So I redid, reconfigured my scrog that I made out of PVC pipe a couple years ago. And I, I had to like, saw it down and make the legs higher so it'll fit in my new tent so i'm gonna scrog that shit up next week and it's gonna be awesome and that's what's going on in dave's grow hey if you guys care about what's going on in dave's grow david blavid has been making a video series that he's been uploading to my youtube channel every single week and he's doing such a good job and he's doing it all by himself and i'm not helping him at all in any way not at all and he's showing off our grow so Check out what's going on in our grow, you know, in some disproportionate time period <laughs> um, on YouTube and on my website also. Right? Yeah. Um, and also, David and I wrote a book. Yeah, we did. Uh, called Grow Your Own. You can buy it on the stonermom.com. And um, it's all about growing uh, your own weed at home, cultivating your own awesome cannabis so if you do have questions and are ready to make that uh step in your life take that step in your life check that out that's it that's what's fucking going on check it out 
well, it's the end of this. We've been recording for a long time. Yeah. Your butt hurts. We're going to make some fried chicken. My butt hurts. It's fried chicken time. Is my butt the only butt that hurts? Your butt doesn't hurt. It does. I'm sitting on my hoodie for extra padding. Oh, my God. (sighs) You have such a nice bootay. I know. I need some cake or something. I got to get it. You got to get it full. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any cake, baby. What are we going to do? Maybe some crackers. Gross. I don't know. Fucking crackers when you want cake. Uh, Give me a break. Give us a break. Okay, anyway. Well, David's going to make fried chicken, which we like. Fried chicken breasts. It's going to be so delicious. Um, Sandwiches. Sandwiches. What what else is, are you making anything else? Yeah. What? I'm making french fries. Don't over-season them. I'm not going to. Don't overcook them either. Nope. You don't do, you don't overcook them. I've never overcooked them, but I definitely have over-season I suck at seasoning stuff. Well, I go a little ape shit. You know what? So do I. It's hard. I don't know how to do. I that. think we both go ape shit. No, I think you do everything perfectly, and I do things like an idiot. No, that's no. Okay. Well, anyway. Anyway, I love you. Wait. So what are we eating? French we're eating fries. Fried, we're eating French fries and fried chicken breast sandwiches. Potato wedges. Potato wedges. Yeah. We've done that enough times where I think we can nail. I got to get those going though. Because, what should I do while you're doing that? Um, you should play your game. No, okay. Play your game, or I don't know. I'm gonna put that members video up that I never put up. Oh my gosh, do that! There you go. Okay. Um. So yes, follow David on Instagram at co weed grower. Follow me everywhere at the Stoner Mom. Don't forget the the, or else it ain't me. Because there's only one me, the original OG. Uh, damn it. Can't say Wheezy F baby because it's not me, me. So anyway, Mama Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Never. And we will be back next week with another episode. We love you guys. Until then, be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Um, And always be kind. Smoke weed or vape it every day. And bye. Bye. Bye.